This is the Catholic Life Coach with Jenny Gwen. This podcast is designed to share powerful life coaching concepts through the lens of scripture, church teachings, and the lives of the saints. My goal is to equip and encourage you to live a happy, healthy, holy life so that you can be the light of Christ for those around you. Hey friends, welcome to my podcast. Today we are going to talk about deep water and it's getting warm outside. People are starting to go out to the lake or the pool or even to the ocean. And so getting in the water is something that we all do during the summer. And when you're in the shallow water, you feel safe. You feel secure for the most part. But it's when you get into the deep water, when you get in over your head, or if you're out on a boat or the ocean and the water's so deep, you can't see the bottom. It just looks like a dark pool of water. It can be scary. So being in the deep water is a challenge, and it's not a place that we want to be, of course, unless we are in our life jacket or have a float so that we know we can keep ourselves out of the water. So we're going to start the podcast. I'm going to read to you Luke 5. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners and the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled up both boats so full that they began to sink. Now, as we read this, we we hear that the disciples doubted Jesus. They were talking to Jesus, yet they doubted what he said. And they had been fishing all night long, and time after time, their nets were coming up empty. They were probably felt defeated. They were frustrated. They were hopeless. But Jesus said to them, try one more time. Put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. But these men, they just doubted Jesus. And you know, and we even read that they tried to argue with him that it wouldn't work. But Jesus, being Jesus, encouraged them to try again. And so even though the disciples were filled with doubt, um, they were probably exhausted from lowering the heavy nets and raising them all night long, but they did what they were told, that they lowered their nets— And we know that they were astonished at their catch. What seemed hopeless, what seemed to be in scarcity, was now coming through in abundance. They caught so many fish that their boats were close to sinking. So I want you to think about it. Do you have an area in your life where Jesus is calling you out into deep waters to lower your nets? Are you facing an impossible situation in your life? Is there an area where you've tried to make changes, where you've tried to make something happen, and no matter how hard you tried, no matter how much effort you put into it, you kept getting the same result over and over? Are you struggling in your marriage or another important relationship? Are you overwhelmed with fear about everything happening in our country right now? 
Maybe you're a teacher who's been in the classroom for the past few years and you feel exhausted and hopeless, like things are never going to get better. Have you tried over and over again to reach a certain goal without any success? Maybe it's getting healthy, moving more. Maybe you've tried to stop drinking or smoking, watching porn, or shopping too much. And as hard as you try, as hard as you want things to be different, as hard as you want to make change, you find yourself falling back into that same old pattern, that pattern that leaves you defeated and hopeless. But let me offer you this. What if you tried one more time? Even though you have a list of failures in your past, what if you tried one more time? What would you have to let go of? Would you have to let go of doubt, worry, control, fear, anger, maybe unforgiveness? What if you just followed Jesus like the disciples into the deep waters and you just gave all your efforts to him? And you know what? He amazed the disciples. So why wouldn't he do the same for you? They followed Jesus' command even though they believed the situation was hopeless. The disciples were tired and frustrated from a long night, but they had this little flicker of hope in Jesus. It was the hope that things could be different that sent them back into the deep water. They were probably filled with hope that maybe, just maybe this time, But there was also probably just as much doubt, like it hasn't worked in the past, so why would it work now? It was hope that gave their tired bodies the strength to throw the nets in just one more time. I can imagine as they're going back out into the water, maybe the disciples were complaining to each other. Maybe they were complaining and grumbling as they tossed the nets into the water one more time. I can imagine them saying, this is not going to work. Why would it work now? It hasn't worked all night long. But we know this time they were surprised. Now, you may look at that situation that you're facing in your life right now, and you might think that you're out of options. You might truly believe that there is no hope. But what if you trusted Jesus like the disciples? What if you try one more time even though your brain is telling you it won't work? What if you open yourself up to just a little flicker of hope? Even though you are mentally and physically exhausted, what if you follow Jesus into the unknown and trusted him in that dark part of your life? What if you try just one more time? Now, marriage is our greatest joy but it can also bring the greatest challenges. It is easy to think that things can't ever get better. It's easy to think that the pain will always be larger than the joy or the peace. You may be exhausted from arguing or broken from being betrayed. When you are exhausted and feeling hopeless, it is truly difficult to see that things can be better, that things can be healed. Now, let me share this with you. When you focus on everything that is going wrong, your brain will keep finding the evidence and uncover 
every tiny little thing, that is not right. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with your brain. That's how it's designed to work. And what your brain will do is overlook the things that might be going right. In fact, there could be a lot of things going right in your marriage, but because you have tunnel vision and you're focused in on all of the things that aren't working, you can't see the things that are right. You might be ready to throw in the towel because nothing has worked so far. You know, that's probably what the disciples thought too. When Jesus suggested that the disciples try again, Like I said, they probably complained, or maybe they just had a deep sigh, and their initial reaction was that it wouldn't work. They had tried, not once, but all night long without any success. But Jesus knew they were discouraged and defeated, but he also knew that he could fill their nets to the brim if they would just trust him. And so, my friends, Jesus knows the areas of your life where you're discouraged, where you're defeated, where you feel hopeless. But he also knows turning to him, he can fill your nets no matter how empty they are. It just takes turning to him and trusting him. So how can you be open to new possibilities when things seem so impossible? They might seem so out of control. Being open to new possibilities means you have to be present. You have to be in the moment. You can't live in the past rehashing everything that went wrong or listing all of the reasons things didn't work. Being in the present moment is where you have the opportunity for a fresh start. Now, the past and the future aren't in the present moment. So you can't be wrapped up in stories from the past, and you can't be weighed down by expectations from the future. It is in the present moment that you can make the decision to try again, not based on what's happened in the past, but because in the present moment, it's a fresh start. It's a new beginning. You can lower your nets, even though your mind is screaming, it seems impossible. Because this time, this time when you trust God, when you go out in the deep waters and you trust him to be there for you, you trust him to hold you up in the life jacket. This time it could be filled with blessings, miracles, healings, and a spiritual abundance that only God can provide. Just like the disciples who had been living in scarcity all night When they combined their efforts with Jesus, it became an abundance. It became even more than they could imagine, and they were able to share that abundance with others. Remember, they called in the the other boats, and even those boats were filled to capacity. So how would your life be different if you were open to the amazing possibilities that God has planned for you? Jesus wants to fill your nets with hope. He wants to bring healing into that relationship. He wants to give you to provide reconciliation. Jesus wants you to live a life filled with hope and abundance and peace and joy. Will you invite him in? Will you step out into the deep waters and invite him in?
Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, thank you for the deep waters. Thank you for the situations in our lives that cause us to truly surrender and trust in you. And Lord, we each have a place in our heart. We each have a place that seems impossible, that seems so full of hopelessness and doubt and even fear. And God, right now, we place that in your hands. Jesus, we give that to you. And we know that you are a God of abundance that you will take that scarcity, you will take all that's lacking, and you will turn it into something good. You will turn it in to more than we can ever imagine. And so, God, we thank you for the ways that you're working in our lives, the ways that you have worked in our lives, and the ways that you will continue to work in our lives. Open our eyes and let us see how you were working so that we can trust you in the deep waters. And Lord, we ask that you bless all marriages. We ask that you bless families and allow husbands and wives to be the light of Christ that the world needs to see. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, friends, stay happy, healthy, and holy, and I will see you next week. God bless. For more information on Catholic Life Coaching, go to my website, catholiclifecoachacademy.com. In the Catholic Life Coach Academy, I equip and encourage women to live a happy, healthy, and holy life by creating an authentic relationship with Christ. As a Catholic Life Coach, I help you create a life that you love, a life that is full of great joy no matter what you are facing. In life coaching, you will learn how to connect on a deeper level in your marriage and in other important relationships. You will learn to release unhealthy habits, feelings of unworthiness or self-doubt, and replace them with self-love and compassion so that you can truly live a happy, healthy, and holy life. To learn more about Catholic Life Coaching and to schedule a complimentary call that will help you design the happy, healthy, holy life you've always dreamed about, go to catholiclifecoachacademy.com. The music for this podcast is brought to you by The Vigil Project. They make music for the Catholic journey. To learn more about their ministry and to listen to more of their music, visit their website at thevigilproject.com. Thank you.